Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Unsolicited. Did I, Brendan? Did I say something today that? Look, look at this text we just got in. You are so full of yourself, and it shows on TV. Okay. Well, uh, thank you for that. I, 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 why my uncle Brian continuously texts this show? I do not know. It is twelve thirty-four at Edmonton. Bob Stoffer, Brendan S. Scott, with you. My guess is probably not an Oilers fan. Um, whatever, it's all good. Uh, we're going to open up the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline at 780-496-0063. We're 30 games into the season. Here we go. Where are the Oilers at? Where are they going to get to? And what do they need? And if they do move their first-round draft choice, and I believe ultimately it will be 100% in play, um... I think it's a fait accompli that it ends up going here at some point. So if the Oilers end up moving their first-round draft choice, 780-496-0063, you tell me what they need to prioritize. And I'll get a little bit more specific on that in a second. Do you want to mention that guests and Oilers now receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse, whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply savoring a night in the town, every meal is an occasion at Roos Chris Steakhouse, 99.90 Jasper Avenue. So the Oilers are 17 and, th- 17 and 13. I think the hope was Edmonton would be a top eight team. Right now, they're about 15, 16th in the league in uh, winning per- in uh, points percentage. Uh, they don't have any loser points this year in games that they've lost in overtime and in shootouts. They're the only team in the league not to, you know, they're 17 and 13. They're not, you know, 15, 11 and 4, as an example. Um, I believe they're going to get healthier at forward. I'll make a prediction. I could definitely see them adding a bottom six forward. I don't see them moving the first round pick for a bottom six forward. But I wonder if, because there's a team that's out there that did something last year. And again, you can reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. There's a team that changed and altered the course and the direction of their organization, I think, with a trade that they made, with a team that's going to be out of it again this year. And that trade was when the Boston Bruins added Hampus Lindholm. Uh, Boston gave up a 2020 two first-round picks, second-round picks in 23 and 24, former uh, first-rounder, uh, Earl uh, Vakaninen, as well as John Moore, who Scott Housen all those years ago uh, uh, took the first round 
with the Columbus Blue Jackets. And uh, the Ducks retained 50% of Lindholm's $5.2 million cap hit. The next day, Boston signed Hampus Lindholm to a massive extension, eight years, $6.5 million. Lindholm is in the final year of a six-year deal, $31.5 million. That is an impactful trade. And I think that it, I think the owners are going to be they're going to be shopping to improve the team. They're going to be dangling a first round pick, but if they get it, if they get that deal, does it need to go to defense? Does that need to be the priority? And number two, do you have to have a, a, a contract carrying forward? Because I think you would if you're giving up. This is supposed to be, by all reports, a pretty deep draft. So let's hear from you. Let's open up the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. He's not that upset, I don't think, that Holland got eliminated from the World Cup. We welcome back to the show, Big Bad Joe. Big Bad Joe, how you doing? Hey, I, I'm doing fine, Bob. Though you hit the nail on the head when uh, Argentina was up 2 nothing, and I have never done that in my entire life. But I jumped in the car and I went for a drive. I was so frustrated. They were down one nothing. They played like they were up one nothing, And, you know, it was, the whole tournament was on Holland, though. You know, we are playing always attacking total football, and it was just, I just don't have words for it, uh, Bob. Okay. Now, what about the Oilers? No, about the Oilers, uh, I stick with the point from we need one bottom six, and we need a uh, shutdown defenseman. A shutdown, so they need another bottom six forward, which I think you could probably yeah. get for a third to a fifth round pick with maybe a, a B grade prospect. Um, and then, but a shutdown defenseman, and who that's shut down defense? Like, I wonder whether or not, you, you, like, here's the thing: you look at what Florida did. They gave up a first to get Sherratt. Did that work out for them? It didn't. They lost in round two. They gave up a first to get Giroux. Both those guys walked away from the Panthers organization, and then they gave up a first in the Matthew Kachuk trade. So now they don't have a first for three straight years. That's not the type of deal I'd be looking to make. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I would I would not give up a firm, but this year's first round pick. Supposed to so, be a good draft. Then, Supposed to be a good draft. I, yeah, it will be a deep draft. But Bob, I have one more thing for you though. You were wrong on Johan Kraus. The reason Johan Johan Kraus. Oh, okay, and sure. I read, that, I read I read the piece on uh, online too. Johan Kraus quit the Dutch soccer team because of the bobos of the of the Dutch Soccer Association that had to do with his shirt. We even did we even did a thing online, you know, pull Joan across the line where we all put on signatures to get him back in the dirt soccer team, but he didn't want to play for them anymore. Well, and the, the listeners should know that in the mid 1970s, Johan Cruyff was probably considered the greatest player in the game at that time. Is that fair? Yeah, no, he is the greatest player in, but but that guy could do with the ball, Bob. I have not seen a player do what he could do. He was awesome, and that's not because I'm Dutch. No, but I mean, hey, and um, you know, for our, and I know there's a segment of the population that doesn't like soccer, football. If you come from Europe, but the reality is, is Holland uh, in 1974 and in 1978 lost in back-to-back World Cup finals. Mm-hmm. But they didn't have Cruyff in the '78 final, and then he went off to Barcelona, and the whole ticky-tacky movement that Barcelona sort of plays with emanates. Um, from Renus McCall's and 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 uh, Cruyff playing there. Thanks a lot, Big Bad Joe. Yeah, okay, Bob. 780-496-0063. Regular Gord 
On line number two, as opposed to serious Gord, this is not That's serious. Right. This is regular Gord. Hey, regular Gord, how you doing? Hey, how's it going there, Bob? Good. Long time I haven't phoned in for a while. Okay, what do you got? Well, you know what? I, I really do think that uh, you know when we get into the playoffs, and obviously I think we're going to make it a good push here to get in there. We need that second line coming off right away with some real uh, punch. And there was a guy playing last night, Forsberg. I think if we could ever squeeze him out of Nashville, I think he'd be an awesome they, player. They on team. But they just signed. The time to get him was last year, right? He was a pending oh, UFA. Yeah. They just signed him to a huge extension. Uh, he's, he's a terrific player. The owners are going to get some punch back in the lineup. They just can't have the guy punching anymore, given the injury that he's had. And that's Evander Kane. Like, Evander right. Kane is going to come back. My guess is it's between February the 7th to March the 1st, sometime mm. between that time. And that's going to be a pretty significant addition. And Fogel will be the first guy back. It would not surprise me. I'd say it's almost guaranteed Fogel plays before Christmas. Sometime right. after Christmas, hopefully the Oilers will, you know, they'll get back um, Ryan McLeod, who's out with a lower body issue right now, a high ankle sprain. Those can be four to six weeks. Like, Certainly, Kane and McLeod, uh, Kane, 35 goals in 58 games. Those are first-line numbers last year with the Oilers. And McLeod was their third-line center in the playoffs. Those are Fogel, and I know there's a percentage of the fan base that that don't like the trade still to this day, though they're quieter. But the reality of the situation is that's three of Edmonton's top nine forwards. I still think Edmonton needs to add a good penalty-killing right shot forward at some point here. Uh, but I would not be giving up the first round. If, if I'm going to address the D and get a D that can step in and ease the workload on Darnell Nurse and get him down to 23 minutes instead of 24-25, that's where I'm giving up the first round pick. That's where I'm okay. making the move. Okay. Hey, Bob, just one quick question. Uh, is Cliff Baum gone forever now? Yes. Okay. Thanks, Bob. You bet. Thanks a lot. 780-496-0063. It makes a great point about Clefbaum. When Ken Holland took the job, he had three-quarters of a top 4D. Right? He had Clefbaum and Larson, and he had Darnell Nurse. Of course, Oscar played most of the season in 1920. Played the Chicago playing series in the bubble. And then never returned to the NHL. Did not play the last three years of his deal, dealing with the shoulder problems. Um, and Adam Larson, we know the story. You know, his father passed away uh, basically to a, uh, you know, uh, went into cardiac arrest here in Edmonton. And Ken Hollins had to rebuild his defense as a result. By the way, has the narrative changed a bit on Duncan Keith? Just, and is it possible the orders maybe miss a bit of what? And some of you won't agree with this, but do they maybe miss a little bit of the gamesmanship that Mike Smith and Duncan Keith brought? Like, I don't know if Duncan, I mean, Duncan Keith was not the Duncan Keith in his prime with the Chicago Blackhawks that he was with Edmonton, but he was a smart player who helped bring guys along. Let's go to Chris on line number one. Chris, you're in Oilers now. How you doing? Uh, doing well, Bob. How are you today? Good. What do you got? <clears throat> Uh, well, first I wanted to comment on uh, Jack Campbell's game last night. You know, I was kind of thinking, you know, here we go again with, uh, you know, the, the one that kind of sneaks by him. But I thought overall, like, you know, he battled back. And, you know, he didn't uh, he didn't let that first goal kind of shake him too much, like kind of how we've seen in previous games. So I, I thought I was a little bit more impressed with that. Okay. 
And uh, the thing I wanted to talk about was just like, you know, you look at the team teams like who have won recently and like I look at Tampa Bay and you look at how they've done their trades, like they haven't gone for like, you know, that superstar because they don't need to with the the stars they already have. Like you look at the guys like a Blake Coleman, a Barclay Goudreau, a Hagel, Nick Paul after. It's like, it's like those kind of, those are the kind of trades like we almost need to find. Or like we need to find like that guy just to be able to bring the extra depth where you're like, you don't have to play him in the top six. Like he can be, or like he could be like the middle six guy, but you keep him in your bottom six. I have repeatedly something. mentioned one guy that is somewhat like those guys. I get, and I, so, Coleman was a 20, was having an unbelievable year in New Jersey. Twenty goal score. He had a couple years. You know, New Jersey got him for two playoff runs. Okay, uh, Goodrow, real effective two way player, and they got him for two playoff runs. They did the deal for Hagel. They gave up a lot for Hagel. You know, they gave up uh, a couple number ones, uh, Radish, uh, Boris Kachuk. They gave up a lot to get him. Now they did get picks back later on. But they gave up two number ones. Those would be, you know, twenty-seven to thirty-two overall. Uh, the, uh, I, I was surprised at how little they gave up to get Nick Paul. And of course, they still have Hagel and Paul. When I talked about moving the number one, I did talk about retaining. I would not give up a number one to get Sam Lafferty. But to me, he's a poor man's version of those players because he's he doesn't have the same offensive. Like those guys can kick in fifteen to twenty goals. All all those guys. Whereas a guy like. Lafferty's probably a 10-goal scorer, but he can help Edmonton in an area where they need it because he's a right shot and he can kill penalties, and he's got a year left in his term. So that's why I keep bringing up Lafferty. Yeah, I agree with that. Well, and you even brought up the stat, I think it was last week, about um, from the rounds two through seven, what was it, only one 60-point producer from 2003 to 2022? Yeah, only, yeah, from from the start of the 03 draft through to 2022. So it's really kind of unfair for the last three or four years because those guys are still all developing. But certainly from 03 to 18, they've only had one player have a 60-point season in the NHL. No forwards. They drafted 68 forwards rounds two through seven. And not one forwards had a 60. Now, some would say 60 points are a lot, Bob. That's a high threshold. The one player to do it was the defenseman, right? Eric Gustafson. He did it with Chicago. The year he ran their power play and had 17 goals and 60 points. So, uh, And that's where you talk about the valuation of second and third and fourth round picks. If you have a good team, and the Oilers do have a good team, you can find guys in free agency. Like, the Oilers have a good team. The question is, can they become a, a top eight elite team? You know what I mean? Yeah, you know exactly. Well, that's why I would put it like I would almost rather use those picks because I think it's just our fourth rounder is the only one we don't have for 2023. I would rather use like the second through seventh and keep the first and use the other ones for the trade deadline. And then I would do if if that's a possibility. I don't know if that's the case. It depends on what you're looking for. I think to get a true impact defenseman. Right, a guy that comes in and plays second pairing on the left shot. You got CC, you got Barry, you got Bouchard on the right side, so you're you're okay there. Uh, but you, you probably and I don't know if Joel Edmondson's the right guy. 
for me. I, I got to tell I, you, I, I'm don't, a, I don't, I don't see it either. Just because you want, know he's a guy who can break up the cycle. But you want, know I just need somebody who's a little bit more complete, who can have the I, edge. And I, I'm vice, with you, and I'm, and I'm nervous on, down. I'm nervous on Chikrin. I am. I'm a little bit nervous on Chikrin. He's playing yeah, about man six, of injuries. It doesn't. It's hard to evaluate where he's been. Like he has, like yeah, he's starting to play better, but it's not enough of a sample size right now to show it. Hundred percent. All right. Thanks for the call. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Bob. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 780-496-0063 will re-engage on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. David from Tampa in line number two. Hi, David. Hello, Bob. How are you doing today? Good. What's up? Bob, I've uh, I've been following you and your career forever. I'm uh, 42 years old. You and I have crossed paths from the basement when I used to come down the escalator and I would see you uh, through the glass and we'd take a selfie together and then oh. you would uh, when you came down to Tampa, I was that uh, I was that fanboy who would come and sit with you, and you took the time and said hi, and you're like, "Call me, call me Uncle Bob." I don't know if you remember that. Wow, I, I I'm not even that nice to my own family. My kids will tell you that. I know you're you're a sweetheart. Um, my question for you: um, all this talk about Carlson and Chickering and this and that, I don't know if we need another offensive defenseman. Um, watching the team for 40 years, I'm thinking maybe we need somebody like a shutdown guy. Um, I, is there anybody out there that you see well, that maybe we don't see and Holland's looking at? I don't 100% know who they're looking at right now. You like I do think the guy, whoever they get has got to be able to stop a cycle if he's on the left side. Right? Like, if, if the argument, see, I think part of the sense was Broberg would be, a, let's see where Broberg's at here that's given 10 to 15 games. I'm saying if you're going to end up moving the first round pick, you got to get a pretty good player back, and I'd want the guy to be able to stay in Edmonton. I don't want to just trade it for a rental. Um, right. And then getting salary to right, to, and, that, and you got because we're going to have a. It, it sounds like the cap's only going to uh, move up right. in, incrementally. Um, so. You know, I brought up the Lindholm trade because I think it's interesting because a lot of people thought Boston was old and in trouble. They're not. Right. They, they rejuvenated their... Now, a couple things happened. Cassidy got moved out. You know, there there's a shelf life for coaches. He's doing a good job in Vegas. But he, you know, and Krejci came back to the team and, and Bergeron's a great two-way centerman. You know, Hall doesn't have all the pressure in the world on him because they got Marchand and Pasternak that are better. Like, they got some good forwards. But for me, what changed their team was getting Linho. Like, they went out and got a guy that is... Arguably, you know, at, at no worse number three, probably number two NHL defenseman. Like if and the goalie's been. Yeah, and the, and the goalie's been good. But, I mean, if there's 15 number one defensemen, I think we can all agree, like, Darnell Nurse is at minimum a number two NHL defenseman. The guy's plus 58 over the last three years, playing 24 minutes a game. Like, he's, he's a pretty good defenseman. Maybe he's not... You know, I, I, okay, he's not Kale McCarr, and people don't like the nine point two five million. It's it's impossible for him 
to placate those fans because he's not going to get 55 or 60 points if he's not on the Oilers' power play, and he's not on the Oilers' power play. But I just wonder if there's another 2-3 left shot. Is that the guy that you can – how do you get that guy? Is it? And again, the Boston trade, the Boston trade was a number one, uh, two number twos, Erho uh, Vakaninen, who was the previous number one, and and then and John Moore because they needed to send some money to balance it out for a player who had an expiring deal, right? And so, you, but yeah, you don't see Hall and uh, throw those picks away though. If you do, if you do, if you do move, uh, you know, three picks like that, it's got to be for a guy that you either get under contract or there's, you know, multiple years left in the term. But I do think that's a possibility. I, I, I think it's something that has to be explored if you're Edmonton. Thanks for uh, taking yeah. my call, Bob. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks a lot. Yep. Thanks, David. David from Tampa. Let's go to Joey on uh, line number one. Joey, how you doing? Good. Yourself? Good. Good. Um, great time. It's uh, love listening to you guys. Anyways, uh, you know, Bob, I remember last year that DeBrusque and uh, Cassidy were having issues, and DeBrusque wanted the trade. And and where do you think the orders would have been now if DeBrusque was in the order lineup? And um, also, uh, what's going on with the Leafs? They just seem to keep uh, right in pace with the uh, Bruins. And what are your thoughts? Uh, well, I think Toronto's got to receive. And, and for Toronto, it's all about what they do in the playoffs. I get that. But what they've done this year, given the context of the significance of the injuries on the fence, and I know they're starting to get a couple of those guys back, but for a while, they're not going to get Muzzin back, who's a top four guy for them. Uh, they didn't have Brody. He is back now. And, of course, they don't have Riley. Like, I think right. it's really impressive. Like, the, the biggest thing that Toronto's done is they've cut down the goals against. And in order for the Edmonton Oilers, I think to – here's the thing. The Oilers, I think, will finish no worse than 11th or 12th. My hope was that, you know, Edmonton would be a top eight team this year. And I think the only way that happens – Scoring is an issue. They're fourth in the league in goals. <laughs> There's one way where the Oilers are going to take a step forward here during the season, and that's they're, they're going to need to shave the goals against down. And that's why the best way to shave the goals against down is to get a defenseman, but I don't think it needs to be just a shutdown guy. I think it needs to be a two-way guy that can shut down. So what's the acquisition cost going to be, and who's that player going to be? And then the other thing I do is I, I'd want to help the forwards out a bit depth-wise. As for DeBrusque, you know, the Oilers got, once they got Kane with Hyman, with McDavid and Dreisaitl, you know, I mean, Jake's in a good spot in Boston, but that's five pretty good forwards the Oilers have. And at this time last year, we were all waiting. You know, Paul Yarby was going pretty good, and there was still Yamamoto. And I think. I think Dubrasco would have been a great fit, eh, for the Oilers. Do you? Yeah, because of the speed and everything. I thought it would be great well, on the left yeah. side, you know. Uh, he's he's a good player. Mitch has. Uh, hey, thanks for the call. Okay, Joey. Okay, thanks a lot. Seven. We we we're probably going to open up the calls. We got a lot, like hundreds of texts. I haven't gotten through to Mitch has texted us to say, Bob, I want Jonathan Taze badly. Hmm. Well, that's a different type of deal. If you're talking Taze, going to have to involve another team. Uh, if I want Lafferty, maybe get them both. I don't know. Um, Chicago's certainly game. Is there a defenseman you can get? 
that's mid-range price, somewhere between four to five and a half, where you could move money back. That might be the trick in all of this. If you're looking, and not from Chicago, because they don't have that guy. If you're looking for a perfect holiday gift, you can join Oilers now in Vegas this January to see the Oilers play their Pacific Division rivals, the Vegas Gold Knights. By the way, Brendan, I believe Edmonton's going to come in second in the Pacific. No worse than that. Okay? They have an easier schedule as the season goes on. They've fought through some injuries here. Could be the Oilers and the Vegas playing for top spot. This new West travel package includes three nights at the five-star Cosmopolitan Hotel on the Strip. Great game tickets and a welcome reception with yours truly. For the Oilers now hockey package, reach out to newwesttravel.com. It is 12.57 in Edmonton. Thank you for all of you that took time to call us on the River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline. Mark Spector, oh, this could get interesting, uh, coming up today at 105. But not before we go to a global news weather traffic update with Kevin Robertson.